Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the DX3 Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Mercer. On this show, we interview industry leaders and experts in the worlds of digital marketing, advertising, and retail to get their perspectives on how innovations in technology are changing their industries. My guest today is Matt DePaola. Matt is a partner and the managing director of innovation at Sid Lee. After two plus decades of experience, Matt brings transformational leadership to organizations with a focus on culture, innovation, entrepreneurialism, and digitally-led thinking. Matt has worked across a spectrum of communication services and advises C-level clients holistically and objectively on their digital transformation needs. He's also worked across key verticals including finance, consumer packaged goods, travel and tourism, technology, retail, and automotive. These clients have allowed him the opportunity to work at the global level, as well as the service-specific markets including Canada, U.S., Hong Kong, South Korea, and Australia. My conversation with Matt today is all about technology and innovation trends. We'll explore which trends have had a meaningful impact on both consumers and marketers today, as well as the innovations today that could change a lot in the future. Here's my conversation with Matt. Welcome, Matt. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks so much for coming on. No, th- th- thanks for having me. It uh, should be a fun talk. Um, you've been pretty heavily involved with DX3 um, pretty much since the beginning. Uh, and I know that you've also been um, quite involved with C2 uh, in Montreal, so two sort of great Canadian conferences. Um, and I know we, when we recently spoke, you'd, al- you'd also gone to CES. I know you, you've been a few times to that. So you, you've got a lot of experience in kind of seeing the latest and greatest in, uh, in tech and sort of like upcoming trends and in innovation. So just wondering, um, over the last few years, you've obviously seen a lot of these trends and in innovations. What, what do you think of the things that we've been talking about over the last few years are actually making a difference uh, in the worlds of marketing and advertising today? I think, you know, being fortunate enough to have access to, you know, thought leadership, whether it's, you know, it's coming from DX3 or C2 or going to events like, you know, South by or CES and these types of things. Yeah, you know, it's been interesting. I think there's definitely a trend that, uh, you know, people are talking about innovation. The innovation isn't as far out as it used to be. So I think to your, like, comment is like, you know, stuff is actually making a difference. It's, it's getting a lot more applicable and it's getting, and it's happening at a, at a the adoption is happening at a faster rate. And you think, you know, we've been talking about, you know, the maker movement and maker trends for the last while, but you think increasingly you're seeing that translate into the workplace where, you know, from an employee standpoint, you know, especially within marketing, the ability to, for creative people to make technology is getting easier and easier and easier whether that's advertising whether that's product development whether what we're seeing through you know the advents of stuff like kickstarter the, the ability for people to just get out and and bring stuff to life um is way easier than it ever used to be and you know we're seeing that within our own creative department people like you have creative people who have an idea and now we go into a pitch with made work or at least prototype work and that the ability to prototype is, is certainly um just become a part of every day. I think, you know, the, you know, what we talk a lot about at DX3, the integration of digital and retail, like those, that technology and how data is being integrated. I think, you know, a lot of retailers got over their internal operational issues, I think a few years ago, where they used to separate their physical retail from their, their e-commerce PL. And that introduced a lot of problems internally. And now a lot of that stuff's been integrated. You're seeing the, you know, it's, it's one customer experience across, uh, you know, when you're, when you're engaging with the brand from a customer standpoint. And so I think that, that 
technology integration of being able to look at not just from a marketing function and a commerce function, but the customer service function and, and having one, having engagement with the brand seamless and frictionless through the entire experience is, is certainly, that, those, are, those are table stakes, I think, for today. I think, you know, some of the things that have been encouraging, I think that, you know, we've seen a lot of progress on, uh, you know, one is around data. So I think there's been a lot of talk about big data, little data, you know, data as a, as a you know, force for, for insights and, and ROI. And I think a lot of people have a better understanding of how to use that data, how to filter through the stuff that isn't uh, relevant and be able to make decisions in much faster timeframes than, than we've seen in the past. I think, you know, we're, we're, we have a lot more clients working in an agile fashion where we're, you know, we're setting up structures, looking at data and making changes week to week. Like we, we're, we're doing work currently with H&R Block right now who, you know, it's one thing to do a big campaign and get that out to market, but there's another thing to be in tax season, which is their most important uh, time of year and having the team looking at data, looking at what's working and pivoting and, and making changes in real time. I think that, again, that access to data, the ability to translate data and, and into a usable way and, and action it has become a lot more, more real time. And, I, and the last piece, I think that, you know, certainly a growing trend that's starting to have application. You know, a lot of people have talked about artificial intelligence. And I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of money and movement happening in Toronto and Montreal as centers for AI. Um, a lot of people outside of that world don't quite understand how it's being applied. But I think when you simplify it and say, okay, artificial intelligence right, in its current state is really good at recognizing, taking a lot of data, recognizing patterns and making decisions based on those patterns. And we're, we're already seeing from a marketing standpoint, you know, the whole media planning and buying function is quickly moving towards automation. There's a great company based in Israel called Adgorithms that have a product called Albert and they're automating the whole process. So like the, that, being, that whole industry is being turned over. And again, if, if you check them out, that they're moving at a fast pace, uh, being able to move all this data into the cloud analyze what's working across a bunch of different categories in the market and being able to op optimize media planning and buying uh, through artificial intelligence. We're also seeing, you know, within the ad agency world, uh, you know, there's always been, you know, there's a lot of issues with as media became more fragmented that, you know, agencies like how, how do I create all these different pieces of advertising and all these different sizes and, and, and specs uh, based on this giant media uh, blocking chart um, and still be able to make money and not lose money doing that and, and, and have you know, clients be able to report it. And you were seeing artificial intelligence being used to automatically resize uh, and reformat advertising. So again, you're taking out the, what was, you know, a manual team churning out banner ads, which was everyone's least favorite job <laughs> in the creative world and, and finding ways to automate that and, and pass along those efficiencies both to the agency and the client. Wow, so a bit of everything, I think. You've kind of covered um, what we've seen in the past uh, and, and, and what's made a difference um, kind of to marketers and, and to, to advertisers today, as well as you know, talking about artificial intelligence, kind of what we are talking about and seeing uh, being developed today uh, that could, could have a huge impact on marketing and advertising in the future. So, okay, let's then switch over to consumers a little bit. So 
just as uh, innovations in tech can change the way that marketers and advertisers reach their consumers, tech innovations can also fundamentally change the habits of consumers, which then in turn affects the way that uh, marketers and advertisers um, communicate with them. So in in your opinion, what are some of the trends and innovations um, that we're seeing today that are changing consumer behavior the most? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, there's kind of a couple of ways to answer that. I think that, you know, the one thing, I think digital and social media has given a voice um, to the consumer um, that has a direct line back to brands that allow them to change how they work. And I think, um, so I think social media has been a big innovation, I think, and powerful and, and just part of the program on, on how brands need to run their business. And I think, you know, there's a long time where it was just another advertising channel, but I think, you know, the smarter brands have integrated social into their customer service, into their product development, in, you know, and starting to own the data around uh, their customers and their fans to really bring them into how they operate their business. And I think that to me, you know, you have to look at, you know, one key trend is that integration of operations and marketing. And, you know, you can't have a brand that's, their advertising is disconnected from the customer service anymore. So I think that piece, I think the, the expectation that customers can have direct line, whether it's through you know, Twitter or, or Facebook, to have a direct line into the brand and be able to have issues sorted is, again, that's just, that's just table stakes for today. I think one of the, the, the more interesting and, and kind of fast growing tech trends right now is all the movement in voice. So you know, it's a, it's definitely an Amazon uh, Alexa versus Google Home game right now. I think Apple was a little late to the market with their their Apple Home product. But I think you know, if you look at the sales over the holidays and look at what was apparent at CES, like the the integration of voice into the home um, and the adoption rate of that is 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 shocking. I think it's you know you know the majority of Americans who've had access to the Amazon product before, you know, obviously just recently launched in Canada, um, the adoption rate is, is massive, but then how people are using it and how people are figuring it out is it, maybe it's not just for the early adopters, but you have, you know, children who are always quick to, you know, figure out, you know, iPads and iPods and, and, and everything else. Uh, you know, children are quickly saying, okay, Netflix, play this movie, Spotify, play this song. Hey Google, read me a bedtime story like that. Part of the integrated life is, is, is the home life is already there, and then you're seeing parents from a, you know, just the basics: checking the news, checking the weather, setting timers for cooking in the kitchen, um, checking, you know, routes, ordering an Uber. Uh, you know, we it was funny. We recently uh, took a flight to uh, Cayman Islands the other day, and, and you know, I, I start my morning every morning like, Hey Google, good morning, and you know, and Google quickly gives me the weather of the day, uh, the news headlines. And then because uh, my flight was booked through my Gmail, it's like, you know, here's your flight, it's on time. Based on the current traffic, it'll take you X amount of minutes to get to the airport. Like it was all easy. I didn't even have to ask about that stuff. So I think the more this gets integrated in lives, I think the, the opportunity for brands is, is gonna you know, increase right now. A lot of brands are still and marketers are still looking at search as you know, SEO is like, how do I get on the front page of results? And the reality is, 
you ask Google or Amazon a question, you get one result. So if you're not the top result for what consumers are trying to do, you're you're not even going to be on the radar. Um, so with that said then, uh, and in discussing kind of how, how this is going to affect uh, marketers and advertisers, do you, uh, do you have any advice for marketers and advertisers uh, out there on kind of how to spot which of the innovations and trends will really matter? You know, as you mentioned, um, the pickup rate, the adoption rate is getting so much faster. So the ability to get this right and to be able to recognize when you need to kind of get involved uh, as a brand uh, or as an advertiser is, is more and more important. So do, do you have any any advice for the folks out there on, on how to do that well? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the people that do this well, I think there's, there's a couple of core tenets for that. I think first is anything you do for our earlier conversation still has to be rooted in a consumer insight. There has to be a behavior in how people are using technology or trying to use technology or how technology can make someone's life better. Uh, and then how the brand can be part of that equation. I think there's a lot of brands who get excited about, hey, let's do this AR thing, let's do this VR thing, because they think it's cool, but haven't necessarily understood what kind of problem they're trying to solve. So I think, you know, when we talk about when we talk about VR as an example, it's like VR is a great empathy tool, um, and it's also a great ability to you know allow someone to minimize geographic distance if you want to have them experience something they can't physically get to. So, there's a couple of core behaviors of, that VR makes sense where the headset isn't going to be barrier. And I think like that to me is like under, understanding that consumer insight is, is the first thing. I think the second thing is operationalizing it. I think there's a lot of people, especially in Canada, where you've got limited budgets. Um, you know, I think there are brands out there that are still having conversa- conversations around reach and, and buying media uh, based on reach and, and, and obviously wasting a lot of money on, on seen impressions as, as the kind of the, the behaviors change. I think it's easy to carve off 10% of your budget, um, like actually make it a part of how you do business um, to try things. And I think you need, you know, I think you need to, te- you take, need to take a test and learn and kind of agile methodology for, for doing that and put some, put a measurement strategy around that. So you know what you're testing and, and what you expect to get out of it. So that if it does work, you can put more budget against, against it. And if it doesn't work, you've, mitigated your risk. And quite honestly, if you cut 10% from your TV budget, it's not going to impact your business all that much. And I think there's, and there's, there's a lot of learning that can, that can happen there. Interesting. Well, listen, I think, uh, I think that's, um, that's all the time we, we've got today. But I um, want to thank you again, Matt, for coming on and sort of sharing your insights, sharing um, the things that you're seeing in the market. We know you, you work with a lot of uh, really innovative clients. Uh, and so your perspective is always really valuable to us um, here at DX3 and the DX3 community. Um, so thank you again. We really appreciate you coming on and, uh, and looking forward to seeing you at DX3. Thanks. Always a pleasure, Eric. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our fifth episode of the DX3 podcast. Just a quick reminder that all access passes are available for DX3 2018, March 7th and 8th at the Metrotronic Convention Center in the heart of downtown Toronto. If you're interested in registering, head over to dx3canada.com. If you like what you heard today, please remember to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks again.